0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the REC podcast brought to you by the rec toy cast i'm your host roman chavez and with me as always eric icarus eric what's going on dude you can find us on the gram at rec fo- podcast you can follow myself at roman RIC podcast and you can follow yourself
1: gulag underscore j underscore wilden
0: and kids thank you please subscribe on youtube it really helps the show out tell your friends we're doing a great giveaway we keep talking about it. we're giving some graded books away check us out on instagram for more details and let's get those subscriptions up um Eric we had we had a, a week or so uh-huh. of uh of kind of just some breathing yeah. you know uh-huh. just some breathing but we've got a couple more to pour out this weekend it, and it's too bad we've got three three kind of That's in the sense, in man. the hemisphere and we'll start with uh uh Naya Rivera uh-huh. um wasn't a uh an actress that was really on my radar radar. She was very famous for her glee, but the circumstances around her, her her death are very sad. And uh and yeah, it's just it's just too bad. And um uh Kelly Preston. Yeah. John Travolta's wife, um, you know, a, a fine actress in her own right. Yeah. Again, not somebody that I was like, oh, man, I no. love Kelly Preston movies. But she was always good in the things I saw her in. Totally. Stuff like uh, uh, Sky High, which so, is a uh, personal you favorite do you, of mine. Great enjoy that. Great, great supporting actress Twins. there. Twins. That's kind of like her big. Break, she, it was Breakout. Yeah. Break for her. People were Definitely. like, oh, man, this Kelly Preston chick's got it. You know, she was <laughs> <laughs> engaged briefly to like Charlie Sheen. Oh, really? Yeah. And I think he shot her. Yeah, I, I think I think he accidentally like shot her like in the leg or something. Like, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, I'll have to vet that story, but it's something like something weird happened. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and then obviously you know she's Travolta's wife, so. Her life oh must have been, su- yeah. Her, her her life must have been super regular. Oh. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess she was yeah. kind of battling breast cancer yeah, and, yeah. Uh, and and succumbed to that. So that, that that's too bad. Um, and then uh, well, the one that really kind of hit me though, yes. and you know, it's sad when, when anybody passes before yeah. their time. But it was uh, Grant Imahara yes. from MythBusters, dude? And I, love, I love MythBusters. MythBusters was was like Bill Nye the Science Guy for adults. Yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah, that, that's but, but but like yeah. you could watch it with your kids. Totally, and it it they answered so many like questions yeah. as a team and dude, that one this busted me up yeah, dude. Yeah, this one tennis, made me man. really I, sad
1: i i again i'm such a fan of the Mythbuster show and i don't know if they were ever having in talks of like bringing it back or anything but i mean i, I was always excited that they would
0: did you ever catch a uh, operation white rabbit on netflix it always
1: pops up in my like suggestions oh dude
0: well you should totally watch it now operation white rabbit was with grant tory and oh, okay. um okay oh, I can't remember uh, Carrie Byram. Um, it was them three, and then they were doing kind of, still kind of doing MythBustery things. Right. Um, but it was just on Netflix. I think they got two seasons okay. out of it. Um, it didn't have the same magic for some reason, right.
1: like the Young Avengers. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. It's like you guys, like, thank They're you. Cool, but yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We need Captain America. Yeah, <laughs> but is Tony around? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Where, where, where's, where's Adam? Yeah. and Jamie?
1: But which one was the guy with the beret? Is that Jamie? Yeah, Jamie I like in Jamie. the in the Walrus. Yeah, you know? yes, yes. But yeah, That's Grand
0: Mahara, you know, pour one out for these three. And he
1: also worked for uh, Lucas.
0: Yeah, I mean, he had he had huge. I mean, he was always on BattleBots too. Did you ever watch BattleBots? BattleBots yeah, dude, he would always just like wreck shop. He, he made would. awesome robots, and that was kind of his his jam in a uh, kind of the practical effects oh, totally. world, uh, doing robots and stuff like that. But you know, he knew new was just yeah. you know, science. Oh you know? yeah, um, yeah. And he had an aneurysm, man, just out That's of scary. nowhere, out of nowhere. That's so scary. Man. Um, only. He was only forty nine, and and that one that one hits close because I was a big fan of his work. Yeah, definitely. Um, and like you said, Lucasfilm, you know, worked on a bunch of the Star Wars movies, oh, yeah. worked on Star Trek movies. And was Jurassic a big, Park yeah, was a big Trekkie know. himself. Right. Uh, so you know, he's you know kind of in our wheelhouse. So yeah, big time. Uh, you know, pour one out. Hopefully, the Mythbusters crew is, is all good. I, I saw them posting about. It, it was pretty sad, but uh, that's, that's uh, yeah, we'll doing. pour one out for those three.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, You've been kind of on this gossip train lately and I and I got to say I, d- I don't care for it kids. You know, um I don't I, care I, for it at all.
1: I I uh you know, I am not a huge fan of it anymore. Those who do know me, I, I uh-huh. did perpetuate it on my old webzine. Uh-huh, so I think uh-huh. it's just in my blood. It is. It is. There's a there's a
0: nasty journalist in there somewhere <laughs> there is, there is. that that rambunctious uh <laughs> kind of the more uh rambunctious, you know, Rolling Stone uh writer in you. Um <laughs> Well, here you go. Here's some comic book Ooh, juice.
1: Okay, here we go. Oh,
0: actually, I've got another thing to talk about. too. So, you know, we've been talking about these, uh, uh, like, Warren Ellis and these these guys who are, like, yeah. grooming girls. Sure. Well, like, some more people have come out. And th- this is a side note. I wasn't even going to talk about this. But I just I had to bring this up because it was absolutely just ridiculous. People are accusing him of hypnosis. <laughs> Look, guys, this is not a laughing matter, if true. However, right I mean, it's now, ridiculous. allegedly, it's ridiculous. Allegedly, an overweight comic book writer, a guy you wouldn't trust your, you know, I'm not saying, I don't know him, but he's definitely not somebody I'm sitting getting alone anywhere with. Um, yeah, but I mean, and if you if you are putting yourself into a situation where you where somebody feels comfortable enough to attempt to hypnotize <laughs> you. Some of that's on you, okay. <laughs> Some of that's on you. All right, I'm not. I, I can. I can tell you right now, Eric. Look yes, me in. I'm look me look, in my I'm, eyes. Okay. I've never been in a situation <laughs> where I felt I could be hypnotized. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Um. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, that, that just popped in my head. Like, how were they saying he was doing it? I I, I didn't see anything else. It's just uh, was that...
1: he doing it old school.
0: I don't know. Yeah, with he's watch? yeah with, with a watch. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was reading some Alan Moore journals or something. Um. But anyway, you yeah, want to kill him? No, no. Yeah, <laughs> through yeah, yeah. Uh. But yeah, that, that just popped that in my hilarious. head. I, I, I that was just a little follow up since we we talked about it a bit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just deep grooming deep grooming that's very deep grooming yeah um but no the the gossip is uh yes. Robert kirkman kind mm-hmm. of uh you know the the fans writer. Um, mm-hmm. you know, just a great, you know, obviously of Walking Dead, Fame, Invincible, stuff like that. Um, you know, he did a lot of work for Marvel, kind of in the early 2000s when I was really getting back into comics seriously. Right, right. Um, but he had already kind of had Invincible out. He had had uh, stuff like Battle Pope and um his his uh uh his Wolfman book. I can't remember what his Wolfman book is called. But yeah, he had a bunch of indie credits to his name, and the Walking Dead had already been doing well for
1: sure.
0: <laughs> Um, but yeah, he had just kind of like he kind of helped co-create the Marvel Zombies. Oh wow! Um, he he lent Invincible to them to do a Invincible and Spider-Man crossover because that's his property from Image. Oh, that's awesome. Um, uh, he wrote some Ultimate X-Men stuff. You know, he he had a yeah, he's pre- big in the scene. Yeah, 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 he, yeah. He, the Marvel scene. He should. Ha- it should have been a bigger deal that Robert Kirkman was writing for Marvel. For sure. And it just wasn't.
1: And he just wasn't getting like the the accolades, I guess? or, or just... and Not even the
0: accolades. It seemed like Marvel was really uh, um, not doing their part. So so what the juicy part of this is he's just kind of talking crap about Marvel and, right. and specifically Joe Quesada, uh, who was editor-in-chief at the time. Yeah, for and for
1: those who don't know.
0: Most people in the in the comic book universe it disliked Joe Quesada. He kind of ruined Marvel there for a little while. He had a lot of wild ideas and he's a fantastic artist. Fantastic yes. artist of big Daredevil fame, especially yep. the Marvel Knights run. Yep. Uh did the covers for uh did one of my favorite covers of all time for um um uh, Wolverine origin um uh, issue 2. It's actually just just called Origin issue 2. Um it's actually right? Here,
1: oh yeah, inner yes, child.
0: Um. Anyway, fantastic artist, but he was the editor in chief for a while. Uh. He broke up Spider Man and Mary Jane. Like, oh, yeah.
1: he, he did the one day. Yeah, one more, one, day, one more thing. day thing. Uh.
0: So anyway, he, he kind of changed the landscape, but I guess you know Robert was saying like, man, it was hard. He's like, I was trying to like, hey. Like, this book is coming out. Like, let me let, let me talk about it on, on blogs. Let me do this. Let me do that. Yeah, yeah. And they were just kind of like, hey, you know, we'll, we'll take care of it. We'll take care of it. Because at Image, you know, he's out there. He kind of has to be his own PR for guy. Sure, for sure. So kind of to paraphrase him, he felt like he was trying to do a lot of work that they didn't want him to do, but then they weren't doing themselves. Yeah. And he's like, you know, a lot of my books should have done better there. Way better. He's like, and he he's like, I think they thought that I was just trying to meddle, but I was just trying to make sure this book did well. Right. Because that's, that's my business it's just hustle. Yeah, exactly. You,
1: you you have to you know you have to go out there and be your own publicist, like you were saying.
0: And and I saw this tweet because Rob Liefeld you know re- retweeted it, sure. and Rob of again you know Image Fame founder and all of that. Um, and he it was funny because Rob's tweet was like, uh, uh, "And think about this is the story that he would tell us. <laughs> Let's think about the stories he won't tell us." You know, and again this this kind of goes and we talked about Ray Fisher. This is uh, with Josh Whedon, Justice League. Yeah. This type of stuff. You don't really see, right? You know, you kind of hear about it after these guys kind of retire, and then oh, it's so about like specific people, right? And I guess this is about a specific it's, it's person, Joe Kasada, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just thought that that was like it's just weird to say it now, but I I do kind of feel like
1: I, I feel like everybody from that you know time at Marvel has a has a Joe Casada story, yeah. Or or they yeah. or they just kind of like breeze over it and like yeah, it was fine, or they're just you know what I mean? Yeah, he it doesn't. It doesn't seem like Joe had a
0: great relationship with anybody besides like Kevin Smith and maybe um, uh, Brian Bendis for a long sure. time. Because uh, I even think Mark Millar got tired of it. But I mean, he was kind of the one bringing those guys, like putting those guys at the forefront, putting Millar and Bendis, I mean, not Kevin to, and Smith <clears throat> too, in the Marvel Knights. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. <clears throat> so, yeah, it's just uh, it's just some some juicy gossip. You know, what's funny you
1: know? is like in the in the two thousand three Daredevil movie, uh, the the rapist. His name, is his name oh, that's Joe, is right. Joe Casado. That's
0: right. Yeah. And he's like a producer on that movie as yeah, well. He totally is. Yeah. because yeah, you remember like I think they even have like in a, uh like on the boxing marquee it's like Frank Miller versus Right. You know, yeah. so you know, it's like other uh little homages. Uh, yeah and
1: then Kosada gets the, the rapist. It's like came back to my place for some fun. <laughs> yeah.
0: Was that the guy who gets killed by the train? Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. I I like the Daredevil movie. Eric it's lost its shine, but dude, just think about when that when that came out. Right. That was one of the best comic book movies that had ever
1: come out. At when it time. came out. When it came out. That's yes. two thousand three. Is that three? Two thousand three. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, that that well, makes this, that movie okay. even better for me. First, well, here's the thing: the movie, in hindsight, is not very good, and yeah? it, it released the plague of Evanescence on, into the world.
0: Ah, oh, see, I like Evanescence, and I like that uh, that that Wake Me Up song. Because yeah, if if it
1: wasn't for Daredevil... No, we wouldn't have got that.
0: Uh, you know, and so you you keep giving me more reasons to like this movie. <laughs> Colin Farrell, bullseye, still some Which, of the best I, casting I ever.
1: It. I, I kind of dig it. Yeah, yeah, and I actually, I actually did enjoy uh, Clark Duncan's uh, Fisk. Oh, completely. I, I think he did yeah. a good job. So, and then Foggy Fabs. yeah, Favs. There we great. go. He was great as Foggy. Yeah, yeah.
0: There's, it's it's weird how those things work. I was I was reading this thing, uh, this like snippet of an article the other day that was saying that Fabs was initially offered captain america really And they kind of wanted him to do like kind of a funny oh,
1: captain america
0: right which yeah you
1: can't do that
0: no so cool yeah you know, everything kind of just works it out it just kind of works out yeah. oh and the the russo brothers i don't know if this was a jab at zach at zach snyder oh, but like no. some fans were, were talking about obviously the snyder cut yeah and they were like well they're like all of our movies are director's cuts
1: oh <laughs> Shots fine. Bang, yeah bang.
0: And, and I, think it's, I think it was supposed to be more of a playful jab, but I mean, it, it feels... I wouldn't take that as I would playful. I'd I be would, firing back at I him, dude. I would be, too. I would be, too. But, I, but what are you going to say? They literally delivered... A, I
1: mean, a billion do- few billion dollar several movies. Several
0: billion, like, like four or five billion dollars for, for Marvel. I, I I bet you... I mean, Justice League didn't even make a billion. I know that's no. not his fault, but Batman Superman didn't make nope. anything. Nope. So I mean, the only movie I'm didn't, aware. Make, didn't no. make a billion.
1: The only one I'm aware of is is Aquaman. is the, the Is the only DC property that made a billion. The yeah. Wonder Woman it was like right was right there. there. Yeah, I was but, like eight
0: hundred, nine hundred yeah. million. So yeah, that did. Um, I don't. That's it. Did Suicide Squad? Nope. Suicide Squad just got close nope. too. Okay. Oh, and then Joker. Oh well, jo- Joker that, got a Billy. that's I know I know. Yeah, we're not counting
1: that one, kids. <laughs> but uh, that is fun. Yeah. Wow, it's a lot of a lot of um, World's getting crazy. It's getting a little crazy, and then now we have comic book writers and and, and, and directors of comic book movies firing shots at each other yeah. verbally, of course.
0: Pa- part of me again wonders if this is uh, just more uh, COVID, you know, related. Just like people being bored.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, you know what? You know, you know, when I, I, I worked for, for Marvel, because yeah.
0: I, I, I don't think I don't think Roberts even worked for them since like 2012, maybe 15. So it's like right. been a it's while. Been a, it's been a few. It's been a years, while, and, yeah. it, and it may have been something like 2010, to be honest. I, I don't. I don't so fully It's been remember. like a
1: decade. It,
0: It's been a while, but you know, people are talking about it and what I like about Robert Kirkman and what I think he's trying to do, but he doesn't seem to be, he doesn't really present himself as somebody who's like overly extroverted, but he's kind of like a comic historian. Like this dude knows a ton. He had a show on, uh, I haven't caught it all, but it was on, um, AMC. And it's, like, Robert Kirkman's, like, history of comics. Oh, I remember seeing movies for that. I I did watch it. I watched the first episode episode because it it was was about Jack and Stan. Yeah, Yeah. yeah, I mean, it was great. Yeah, so good. And then he's got got several more, so I I need to – yeah, I, mean, <coughs> I, I, I need to go through. I wonder,
1: wonder, wonder what uh, platform it's on. I'll definitely give it a watch, man. Yeah,
0: I'll have to check because, yeah, I don't have any basic cable now. I'm just all streaming. Oh yeah. so well, I think
1: everyone's just streaming <laughs> right now. For the most part. We need uh, to cross streams later to get, so I can get your channels, you get mine. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I, you know, I like that. I think it's funny. I think when they go to Casada uh, for his um, rebuttal, mm-hmm. and I think he's going to sound just like that sleaze bag from Daredevil. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he, he wanted to come in the company. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh... Came back for some fun, and it was all consensual. <laughs> <laughs> he loved it. Yeah.
0: I uh, actually met Robert Kirkman uh, buying toys uh, really? at Comic Con one yeah. year. Yeah, he was buying toys of the Sun. And guys, I love the people in the industry, and I'm a picture hound. But I really try to be you respectful. You and Dave, yeah, I try to be respectful. Dave's like a hunter. Yes, he is. Now, I'm not saying that he's a. Uh, he's like he's like Craven. He's like Craven the hunter. You know, it's it's big. Yes. It's you know he wants you to know that it's happening uh-huh. and and he's gonna get you. Yes, he's yeah, gonna they, get you. You
1: know what? And he didn't. Uh, he 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 didn't. I, I was surprised every time. Oh, dude.
0: The, yeah, the guy, Every time
1: the, I ran into, him, I was like, dude, check it out, Ernie Hudson. I'm
0: like, yeah, the, yeah. The guy's like a weird. The guy's like a weird ninja. He kind of is. Um, a, yeah, I love Dave. He's me, I'll let a million people walk by, but uh, when I saw Robert Kirkman, I was just like, I gently tapped him. I was like, hey, yeah. I was like, hey, would it be cool if I took a photo with you? He goes, let me finish this sale, and, and then and you. then I'll come out there, and then yeah, and totally, he like found me. Oh wow! Yeah, he like point. He's like, and then we we talked for a couple seconds, and then he was on his way. I, when am I? I've never seen him again. Right? You know what I mean? Like yeah, that, yeah. that close. So it's like, you kind of got to make the move. I hate bothering him, but sure. it's like again, like this is a big deal for me. Sure. I get your. That's why
1: you kind of go to those things, honestly. <laughs> that, that's, dude. that's 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 a big perk. I anymore. mean, I feel like if you pay money, yeah, and you run into somebody who who is in that industry, yeah. I, I I'm not saying you're entitled to it. No, but no, no. Social no. contract dictates. Yeah. You're you're a lot of photo op and did, it tastefully and pe- you did. yeah
0: and, and and if you don't want to people you know don't, don't and just be cool about it you know and then right. people who they tell you no and then you got to be cool with them too True. you never have you ever had anybody say no to you um uh, Stephen Amell and it wasn't that no he was like he's like I've got to go do this thing. He's like, uh, I'll be if back you, in a couple hours. <laughs> yeah, well, he was. He, he He's like, if you if you hang around here, and then the security's like, you can't hang around here, bro. I was like, all right, whatever. I'll just go. Like, it's not a big deal. I like, mean, that's cool. Yeah, it, it, it. I get it. They get hounded yeah. by, and I'm, you know, a thirty something bald guy. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not some. I'm not some hot chick. I'm not mm-hmm. some some little kid. Jerk, you right? know, yeah, yeah, and yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But like,
1: again, that's their bread and butter.
0: Yeah, it, yeah.
1: It, It's people like us. Yeah, we go there and we do what we do. I,
0: I ne- I've never felt. I've never been in a position um where I felt like somebody was being a jerk to me. Really? Yeah. Okay, that's no. Cool. So uh, you know, I've yeah. I've been fortunate with with the run-ins that I've had. So
1: that, no, no, that's not necessarily true, and that might be a story for another time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, turtle. I, oh, turtle. Yeah, but I didn't. Talk, I wasn't trying to talk to that guy. But but, but <laughs> we'll we'll, time, we'll talk to that. We'll talk about that another time. Um, something that was really cool that came up this week, and it was it was interesting to me. I follow this guy on on Instagram. He goes by at Batcave Comics. Cool. This guy yeah, he's cool. he's uh, a <laughs> pretty opinionated when it comes to comic books like and the things that he likes and that's part of the fun of following so, him. He's been on this weird kick about the first appearance of Batman beyond in what they call continuity of comics.
1: Right right. The, the DC the real
0: DC universe. Right. So Does it
1: have a number like Marvel like 616? It does. It's, but it's... earth
0: you know that's like oh, earth. earth 2 earth earth 12. Gotcha. Okay. I think I think Terry's earth is earth 12 or something. Gotcha. Okay. Um so uh Batman Beyonds like kind of first appearance is is uh supposedly in Superman Batman annual number four okay okay this move this book came out in
1: 2010 2000. I believe wow that's um, so there okay so with this okay we go through it and we have a cameo appearance or a cameo predating something or other
0: uh we do we do
1: Hold. am I, am I wording that right all of my pictures disappeared
0: oh really? All right, kids. Sorry we had a little technical difficulty, mm-hmm. but I wanted to pull this up for you. So we were talking about Batman Beyond. So yes. this cover here is for uh, Superman Batman Annual, uh, uh, issue four. Right. Uh, and this is kind of what they say Terry McGinnis' first appearance is. A like re- real one. Yes. Not a cameo appearance. Not a cameo okay. appearance. Okay. Um, and this is a cool book. Came out in 2010. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, again, at this guy, Josh from Matt Cave Comics, he's been really uh, hyping up, like, hey, like this isn't right. Right. And dude, he's right. Like, he's totally. Totally right. So
1: so there there were appearances predating this one. Predating this. So again, this is 2010.
0: Right. Okay. Um th- this is Superman Batman issue twenty-two from two thousand five. Okay. Okay. And in this book, it's this great story. You should totally check it out. Written by Jeff Loeb, John oh, that, by yeah. John by Ed McGinnis. I'm definitely checking awesome, it out. awesome book. But in there, yes. in this page, we have the bizarro superman. Mm-hmm. He goes to another earth. Okay.
1: And, and it's in this earth here is. OK, and there he is. This is Batman clearly, Beyond. Clearly in there.
0: OK. OK. Now, in this book, though, yes. it does. They do call him. um I think they say that it's Tim. So they say it's Tim Drake. So that's like where it starts to come up. But apparently the writers or the editors made the change. It was supposed to be Terry McGinnis. OK. And then it just wasn't. It you, just wasn't. They, can yeah, we just,
1: speculate? Was they the rights maybe or not
0: sure? Just like maybe they had something else. But this okay. is 2005. Still, that that, that is, is Batman. Beyond Batman regardless, Beyond, right there. And I don't have the other issues there. But then there's there's several other appearances uh, where he shows up in in other formats. Right. Even one more in 2010 before that superman batman annual. yeah 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 and it's just weird and we've talked about this slightly before sure. like these yes. these, um. these cameos because these types of things affect value right and we've been talking about comics yes. a lot lately uh-huh. we've what been we're doing giveaways on mm-hmm. some cool rare books big time and so something like this like you can still buy this book for anywhere from you know three to eight bucks really you know easily whereas the superman batman annual is like a 40 dollar comic book and up range 40 to 80 bucks. Wow. So this is clearly an appearance of, of Terry in a way. Well, it, in a they, way, they, they say it's, Tim, though. It, it, it's true. So I
1: think that affects the value, but
0: then the other appearances are also of Terry and, and not of Tim. So it's like, it's so bizarre. Or vice versa. Uh, no, they are of Terry. Terry. They are. Yeah. Terry. yeah, yeah okay. They and are this, Terry.
1: Is this the only time he's mentioned as they for Tim sure say Tim in this? Yeah. Okay.
0: And it was weird that they said it like that. And I remember actually talking to my friends at the time right. when we were reading the book. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's weird. That why would they make it Tim and not Terry? Right. it's Another earth. Yes, But, <clears throat> Yeah, it's just funny. And some of the big ones, and we've talked about it uh, briefly uh, in the past, yes. um, is Gambit is <clears throat> yeah. another one uh-huh. where we have Gambit appearing just on a single panel, on a single panel right. in Uncanny uh, X-Men annual, I think it was uh, 14. Right. So you just see him. I don't know if you can see my laser. You can't really. Yeah, right there. So that, that's just Gambit standing there. Right. All right. And this comes out, I believe, in July of 1990. And he doesn't and, even have a speaking role. No, nope, nope, j- just just that image of him is there. It's not Jim Lee or or Andy Kubert drawing him, right? But then the next month in August, I believe, is when we get uh, Gambit's actual first. Well, what what is considered his his first appearance? Right. It's him also on the cover. Now, even in comic collecting, they'll even be first appearance in comics and then first cover appearance. Okay. But this isn't. This is like.
1: First cover and first appearance. Yes.
0: Okay. So when we see it on like a graded book, like on the CGC books, on Uncanny X-Men 14, annual 14, it says cameo appearance. Cameo that predates first appearance. This one. Yes. And that'll be for the other comic book. The the Uncanny X-Men 14 annual. Okay. It's just so bizarre. And I just thought that it was so funny that, um, that Batcave Comics was... Railing was thing. railing, his, yeah, yeah, totally. yeah, like he's really into it. Like he's even going as far as like he's selling his his uh, Superman Batman annual fours because he's like he's like I don't believe fake it, stuff, it lies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so funny to me. But I thought it was interesting, and I guess kind of the biggest one that we talk about, sure. especially in values oh, this, uh, in yeah, the this comic. Is the this this one is so funny. So this is uh, Incredible Hulk issue one eighty. This is the last page of issue one eighty. This is the first appearance of Wolverine. Yes, um, he just shows up on the last panel. And you know you ready to uh, jump in with the the, ready, big, the dudes, ready the to dudes. tangle, and the the variance in price from from Hulk 180. To uh, Incredible Hulk one eighty one, which is what's considered his first. This is this is the holy. This is the Grail comic yes, of of of, uh, of Wolverine. Is 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 several hundred dollars, you yes. know. And then in, when we start grading them, being high, it becomes thousands of dollars right. in, in variants. Yes, you know, you buy a raw copy of this for six eight hundred bucks, and it's 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 okay. Right. But then a raw copy of X of of uh, Incredible Hulk one eighty, you know three okay. four hundred bucks. Yeah. 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 I, I can bu- even probably
1: get a kind of a crappy one for $100. I
0: bought a decent one for 100
1: bucks right. like a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah.
0: But finally the Incredible Hulk 180 is starting to go up a bit. Is it? Yeah, it is starting to kind of like catch up. Yeah, yeah. It's still not a 181, but uh yeah, it's it's just so bizarre.
1: I mean, I, I always it, it 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 confuses me because technically 180 is his first appearance. I agree. I he don't get he th- has a speaking line. It's not him just standing in the mm-hmm. background, so I no. feel like that should really be his Yeah, he has, return. like, two or three word bubbles. Yeah. Like, it would be one thing if it was if it just him, like, lurking in the trees, and you yeah. just see him there creeping, you know?
0: <laughs> yeah, and, and I feel like I'm, I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know who, who decides these things. Right. I don't know if it's CGC or if it's just the crowd at large. Right, right. But, again, like I said, these things wildly... Differ, differ in, price. in value. Yeah. Like I only own one yeah. okay copy of this book.
1: It's beautiful. Check but, it out on our Toycast.
0: But I own three copies of One Eighty. Yes, and I mean, just think it 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 would t- it would tip the entire balances of of the, of the free market when mm-hmm. it comes to comics and resellers. And the, it just feels like this dirty secret that nobody wants to admit, right? Because I, even even in that uncanny X Men Annual Fourteen for Gambit, yes, that's a Gambit and on the page. Clearly, gambit. it's his first appearance. Yes.
1: I, I don't know. But that one I can argue because he didn't have a speaking um, – he didn't have a word bubble or anything. So I'm, so I'm they, cool they with the cameo know, there. Did, yeah, they didn't know – they probably didn't really know who they wanted to do with him yet. He was well, no, just no some... it, was, it was the month before. So, so that, that's why okay, I think so he was in Yeah, they okay. see this stuff before.
0: They see this stuff before. But when you're talking about um, this, I mean he straight up announces himself. Yeah, like like, he, I'm like this is my name. Yeah, yeah. He basically – he did everything but give them his driver's license. <laughs>
1: I know, it looked, and Wendigo and Hulk look, 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 and I'm, like, catching him. Like, he caught him doing yeah. something bad. Yeah. Wrong. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, Wendigo's like, Logan, <laughs> I didn't expect you to be here today. <laughs> so who's this? I
0: did not expect you to be you here say today. we had private time. Right. Now, this cover by yes. Stanley Lau is, mm-hmm. is amazing. Beautiful. And, and deserves uh, all the praise in its yes, own it right. But this comic is from 2010. Right. While the Superman-Batman 22- uh, is from two thousand five. Yeah, I so, the only
1: way I can argue it is because they call, they call him, call him Tim. Tim. Yeah, that's the only reason no. I can I can argue this one. If they didn't, they didn't even say anything. I believe that's clearly Terry.
0: Yeah. Well, I did not do all of this work and and Josh is not the first person to do the work either. Other people have made we these connections. It to, to, to our but sure. at Batcave Comics, he brought it to my attention. Yeah, Go check him out on he's Instagram. He's he's ridiculous and a he great collector and yeah, uh, check it out. He's got a whole post. I'll put a link to his post in the in the description below so you guys can check out his hard work. Um <laughs> I think that's our show for today. I think so too, man. This uh,
1: is, yeah, we, uh, <laughs> You kind of blew my mind here and gave us a lot of thought. Because what, what, really, what really constitutes a first appearance? Yeah. It really brings up the question, begs the question, rather.
0: Well, I'm in my 30s and I'm finding out that Christopher Columbus landed in the Bahamas and never even really set foot on the soil. So I don't know what's going on, okay? Um, that's our show, kids. If you like what we're doing, please hit that subscribe button. Uh, give us a like. Please share this. Leave yeah, us a comment. comment. What do you what please. do you think about these uh, first appearances? Um, even for you guys who don't collect comics and, and watch the show and listen to the show, like what do you guys think about that? Um, please subscribe on YouTube. Um, my friend, do you have any final thoughts for us today?
1: Uh, you know, just it's it's sad times for you know who we lost over the week. Mm-hmm. Like the Reaper took a week off. Yeah, man. And just, and just made up for it taking three people. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, it's a bummer, but um, you know. That's why we got these to make us feel better. <laughs> yeah.
0: So somewhere in the evening. What is that? The, the gambler broke even, man. That's right. And the, uh, uh, the, the Reaper comes for us all. Oh,
1: real quick. Uh, I should have just tied this in earlier. Um, the whole thing with the Batman, Batman Beyond thing being in comics, myth busted.
0: <laughs> oh, man. pulling one out for Grant, man. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Kids, thank you so much for listening. I've been your host, Roman Chavez. I'm
1: still Eric Icaress.
0: Check us out on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. Let's get into that giveaway, and we will catch you on the next podcast.